Blog Talk Radio. Saturday, December 19th, 2015, and you are tuned in to another edition of The Missy Show, where your premier source for fun and informative pet topics. I'm your host, Jay, and joining us once again is the lovely Dee. She's returned. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm back. I'm back. I'm back in the saddle again. We're very happy that you're back and, and you're feeling better, and we're just happy to have you. I'm happy to be here. Hopefully I can stay on now for a while, but we'll see. Yeah, no more dental procedures. We, we, we want you to be done with that. We want you to be good. Who do I? Who <laughs> do I? And I also wanted to say that I enjoyed you today, and, and you helped me get my shopping over with, I think. I think. <laughs> It's always, you never really want to say it because you never really know. I was doing the same as well, and I enjoyed you as well. And you never know if you're done or not because even when I came home, I was like, yeah, I'm pretty much done. I have to get this, this, this. And then I'll sit down, and I was like, oh, oh I didn't get this part. Oh, I forgot yeah. all of it. So the list, the list just continues to grow as you sit there and think, oh, I'm done. And then you think, no, you're not. No, you're not. No, you're not. So I plan to get it done this weekend because next week um, is a short week and it just won't happen next week. So <laughs> now before Christmas. So tomorrow's my last day to get it done one way or the other. So Yeah, we took a risk by being out at the mall today. So we I know you don't want to be out there Monday or Tuesday. Oh, that's not going to happen. Um, we were, <laughs> someone will get a pack of gum from Walgreens before that happens. So we were... <laughs> We were uh, we were warriors today. We actually we were very smart, and I think a lot of people didn't realize that the um, mall opened earlier than what it normally does, and so we took advantage of that, and we kind of got really lucky with that because we pretty much had it all to ourselves almost. So yeah, yeah, everything they, was open. Everything was open, and everybody was there, and it was good, and you could get what you needed and walk in peace, and it was wonderful. Yeah, especially one of the fragrance stores because it's always jumping and busy and just the fact that there was only like one other person in there other than us at first, that was like awesome. It was awesome. It was it was great. <laughs> it was a wonderful <laughs> thing. It was nice to be able to just kind of stroll through the mall and you're like, Really? A couple of days before Christmas and we're strolling through the mall? But I love but can that. you imagine how it is right now? Because I think they're staying open until ten. So right yeah. now, I would have I'll probably be somewhere in the corner rocking, having a panic attack. So <laughs> no, I don't think I will be in there. I've done that before, and and literally was like, I just got to step to the side to get some breath. I just need to take breath. You're okay. You just breathe. You're okay. <laughs> so no, I won't ever do that again. And I mean that someone will get you know the nice little. Uh, coffee set from Walgreens because it would not happen. Yeah, or either just some cold hard cash and there a card. You Here you go. Love you. Happy New Year. Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's been the thought that counts, and that's you know not what it's about anyway. But you kind of sometimes you just want to say it with with a little something. So yeah, definitely. Um, let's see. Today's topic is 
Christmas traditions with your pet. But before we get started, I want to give out the answer to yesterday's pet trivia question. The question is, and this will be interesting, Dee, to see if you know the answer. You may know the answer to this one. Um, it's Christmas themed. Um, mm-hmm. Christmas and animal themed. Okay. All right. The question is, other than Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, what other Christmas cartoon has an animal as its main character? Okay, as its main cartoon, it's animated, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember that Drew Barrymore did one with, what was her name? What was that thing? What was it? It was. And I guess, and I guess maybe it can be misleading by me saying cartoon. I'll, I'll, I'll rephrase that. It's okay. so, it's the same thing as how Rudolph is. So it's not like okay. a traditional cartoon like Frosty the Snowman. It's one of those kind of. Okay. Uh, what do they call that? That Rudolph is like a. It's stop. I don't know. It's stop. Stop, stop animation. Yeah. Stop animation or something like that. Yeah. So um, it's in that same category like that. Hmm. Let me see. Uh, and it's an old one. It's one from when we were kids. Well, I remember one that just would always make me cry. And I bet you you're going to say it. I, it would always make me cry, and it was one of my favorites, but it just would tear my heart out. And as a child, I literally was, like, in the bed just thinking, <laughs> just literally crying for it. So I'm going to say nested along your donkey. That's it. <laughs> that is it. You got it. Um, the answer is um, Nestor, the long-eared Christmas donkey in the cartoon, is from 1977. Let me just tell you, everybody, who's never had an opportunity to see that one, that was one of my favorite ones, you know, as a kid growing up. You know, they would show the, the, the cartoons and the, the animation and everything, and that one was one of my favorite ones. It breaks your heart with the story that it tells is so beautiful and it's so sweet and it just oh my god is it I mean it was it's right up there with Bambi it's not something that I can watch every day but it's right up there with Bambi and it's it's one of those that it's very sweet it has a very sweet sentiment to it um but it kind of starts off a little like oh god but um it's a really sweet story and it's 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 something that you want to it it's one of those that you would look at as a tradition in your family. And, you know, I didn't even, I knew it was sad, but it had been so long since I'd seen it, I didn't really remember what it was about. So for those of you who aren't familiar with that, which probably, well, maybe some of our listeners are, um, Nestor is the story of a donkey with abnormally long ears um, who lived in the days of the Roman Empire. Um, And every animal in the stable ridiculed poor Nestor because of his ears. And one day Mary and Joseph visit, Mary's expecting a child, and they don't have much money. And they take Nestor because of his gentle eyes, but they're caught in a sandstorm. And Nestor ends up guiding Mary and Joseph through the storm um, by wrapping Mary in his ears, and they soon arrive in Bethlehem. Um, They find a proper stable where Mary gives birth to Jesus, after which Nestor finds his way back home where he's considered a hero. So that was cool. It's wonderful. It's sort of the same theme as, as Rudolph and, and Dumbo, um, you know, the whole thing or whatever. But it's just one of those great, heartwarming, you know, just great stories. And it's a great traditional story for your family. So if you're looking for something new or or old, kind of, it's kind of a new old, but it's, you know, for your family and for your kids to kind of get into, 
try to look that. I don't know exactly. I guess you could YouTube it or something. I'm not sure, but um, yeah, it probably is on YouTube. But it's called yeah. Nestor the Long-Eared Christmas Donkey. He is one of the cutest, sweetest. You know, and I love his little voice. Um, <laughs> that you would ever, ever want to see. So that's one of those great traditional cartoon animation things that you can put to your list and pile of things that you do on Christmas. So it's great. But let me just tell you, because don't make you cry. So if you have a salt, if you're if you're a cream puff water bag like I am, make you cry. <laughs> it's gonna make you cry. But it's a happy ending. But it's gonna make you cry in the beginning. So. And you know what? I don't know if they show it on ABC Family because um, they do their uh, is it twenty five days of Christmas days or something Christmas. like that. It probably has come on there. Usually they'll show it every year, and and I always miss it because um, just so busy and can't see it. But they have the other ones that are on there, you know, that, of course, we all grew up with and love, and, and they still show those. So I'm, quite, I'm pretty sure it's probably either coming on or coming. it's coming on. So maybe you want to check out that listing, kind of Google it and see what their, their show times for their shows and the dates and stuff, and maybe it'll be on there. Because I think I just may watch it tomorrow. I think I'm going to go on YouTube and see can I find it. I'll have my tissues handy. Get your tissues because it's a tear-jerker in the beginning. But it's a happy ending, so it's a good one. And congrats to all of you who got the trivia question correct. You certainly know your Christmas cartoons and your animals. Remember, this is the last pet trivia question until January 8th. Um, I won't be putting um, out any blog entries during our two-week hiatus. Um, I am going to try to do an entry on Monday or Tuesday regarding pet holiday safety. Well, actually, I am going to do that regardless. And I'll also, um, we're also going to try to go over some tips today um, about pet holiday safety, if time permits. We may not have time to do it, but either way, you know, check out the blog entry. Um, I'll also try to get out about two blog entries maybe during the week of New Year. So still check us out on cheesatorty.blogspot.com. Um, links to information used in today's episode can be found on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash missy.show44 or on our Twitter page at twitter.com forward slash missyshow. Now on to... Christmas traditions with your pet. Well, you know what? This is cool because I think it's an awesome thing, any holiday traditions, but it's even more awesome when you include your pets because they are members of your family, so why wouldn't you? Exactly. I mean, they, you, I couldn't think when my booms were alive, I couldn't, oh, uh, that was like, it made Christmas, you know, when you have Christmas, it's great, you know, and it's a special time and you're thankful and what have you. But when you have it and you have small children or children, you know, or you have animals, it just makes it, well, for me, it just made it just so much more, like, I don't know, it just brought more spirit into it for some reason. And when we had Booms, you know, we didn't have, like, little kids, but when we had Booms here, he was, he has always and always be, always will be the grand dog. And he was, like, it was, you would have thought, I know people didn't understand, but maybe they did. Um, that we were, you would, you would have thought that there was a kid in this house because when we prepared for Christmas, we did the regular Christmas decorating, but he was like a main theme, a part of it. Everything we did, whatever it was, he was kind of a part of it. If if the tree went up and presents went under there, of course there was just stuff for him. If you know everything that we did, he was a part of it. So 
every holiday we pretty much had, he was a part of it. <laughs> he was he was never an afterthought. It, we went into it thinking, okay, if we're going to eat this, we're going to, you know, involve him in it. So for us, there was no way we were going to have a holiday or any kind of traditional thing that we did without including him in it. So this just makes perfect good sense to me. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that kind of was common sense to me, D, was I was just like most of the things that you do, like maybe even wrapping presents or decorating your tree, for pets it's just a matter that they just want to be around you. Exactly. So if you have a pet that will stay calm and, you know, here's the thing. Um, with Missy, wrapping presents, it was an interesting um, time because with cats, and, and I'm not going to assume that every cat is the same, but cats tend to get excited for crinkling and you trying to cut paper, and Missy would always pounce on paper while I'm trying to cut it and wrap the presents. So sometimes that was one activity where I would have to sort of shut her out of the room, but then I would hear her outside of the door kind of whimpering, and then I'd see her little paw come underneath the door. She'd be reaching under there. And so after a while, I would let her back in. But And she'd be good for a little while. She'd lay down, but then she'd kind of get excited again. So it just depends on your pet. But, I mean, even when you're just simply wrapping your presents, you know, you can just have the pet just be in there with you while you're doing it. Because I think dogs might be a lot more laid back, and they may just kind of lounge around in there with you, but maybe a cat wouldn't. Also, decorating the tree, cats are different. Well, one thing about the whole pet wrap, the gift wrapping and your pets, okay, let me just tell you, <laughs> Mr. Boomers, Mr. Boomers, he, and like with kids, you know, I don't know if anybody else's animals or whatever, or your dogs or whatever, but he got excited too. He could feel that we were excited. He knew something was going on, and he was like, this is, this, there's something special happening. So when I would be in the wrapping, because I would, you know, wait till everybody went to bed, and then he, when I would go into a different room and I would wrap my gifts and he would kind of come behind me. And so he sort of would help, but he didn't know he was helping, but he was there because sometimes, you know, sometimes when you need the tape, <laughs> when you need the tape to be there when you were wrapping a gift by yourself, you kind of need the tape to kind of be already out there or whatever. So sometimes <laughs> I would put his little paws together and I would put the tape in between them. And I would say, no, don't touch it, don't touch it. And he wouldn't touch it. He would wonder what's happening to me right now. But So he would be helpful where he would hold the tape. He didn't know he was holding it. And if he wanted him something, you know, he wanted to get right next to me while I was doing a lot of this stuff. So, And he was a big dog. So I would use his back as like a little table for my, for the next bowl that was going to go on. So he would have like bowls down his back. And <laughs> there might be a little a little tape thing sitting on top of his head. I mean, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. He was just very helpful because he's a very, you know, he was, at a time, he got to be a very chill dog. So he he was just there like, okay, you know, all right. So he would have the bone kind of down his back and so I could kind of pick out the one I wanted. And he would have the little tape. Sometimes I would put, like, a piece of tape on his little, note, on his little nail and it would stick and I could pull it off. And it might have a little fur on it, but it's <laughs> It worked. So if you ever received a gift from me, Jay, and there was a piece of fur, a little strip of fur on, could Boomer help me wrap in that gift? Hey, I just considered it part of the gift. 
you know, because you know with everything you got from us, he was going to be a part of it in some way or another. <laughs> and I wouldn't the, have had it any other way. With all the fur that would, because of all the fur he had, you know, I don't care how much vacuuming and how much dusting you did. His fur was just part of the house. It was you were going to see it. You could be sitting in the, the living room and you just see a stray hair just flow by your face. So he was right there with me, um, helping out and everything. So yeah, you you know sometimes if you have a chill pet and they're really you know chill chill, they can help you out because they're little bags. You know you're not putting epic heavy things on them, but if you need a bow holder, he's great. He was great for a bow holder. <laughs> See, that's what's so cool about dogs. They're just so chill. But like I said, for the most part with cats, you know if they see the bowls or whatever, they wanna start hitting them with the little paws, and they think everything's a game, especially when you're putting up the tree, because I've told you the many stories of Missy and how every time I would try to put the tree up, and I'd, I don't know if most of you who have artificial trees, but it's like the one I have, it's like the branches are organized by letters, and so like the, the bottom branches, they're all the L branches, and then you have the ones above those are the K branches, so I would be like putting all the L's together, all the K's, and for her it was a game. So she just liked to dive over into the branches. And as I'm trying to go to get a branch, she thinks my hand is part of the game. So she's attacking my hand. And, you know, just the whole thing was a game to her. And when the tree was completely put up, of course, the tree was an outdoor tree for her. So she would yeah. jump in the tree. And she would like to climb the tree until she realized after a while she was a little too fat for that. After she grew up and some I think after she toppled the tree over one good time. <laughs> that kind of taught her. But you know what? I, I will say this. It kind of slowed me down some, but I would not trade that time for anything exactly. in the world. That was so enjoyable for me because I would just be laughing at her. Uh, it, it was just so much fun, just me and her in the room together, and we're just putting the tree, well, I'm putting the tree together, and she's slowing me down, <laughs> but we're having fun. Is that you know, and of course, when you know Boomer and I, and, and when we were just wrapping gifts in general, of course we had to make him into the bow dog. So we just take some extra bows and we just stick him on him, and he would become the bow dog. So <laughs> he was a present, you know. And so he would look at you like, "What? Why are you doing this?" And of course, there had to be pictures. So he would just look at you like, "Why? Why are you doing this? Why? Why?" But because it was fun, and it's a, it's a tradition we shared together. So, And, you know, um, I was on this other site, and I'll post it on there, where they were actually talking about another way you can include your pet in your traditions. And I actually did. This was missed. Is you can include them on your, your holiday pictures. You know how some people, some families take pictures and put them on Christmas cards and send them out to people? Yeah, you can have your pet in the picture. Now, granted, we didn't do a family one. Um, me and my husband didn't really want to be on there, but we took a picture of Missy and we sent it off to this place where they'll take your picture and they'll digitally, you know, put it on a Christmas card for you. And so, one year, our Christmas card was Missy sitting up on the sofa like she was a person. It's <laughs> <laughs> just sitting there chilling. Merry yeah, Christmas. She, she was chilling out, with, and, and she just had her, her legs open, and all you could see her her silky belly hair. She had all this luxurious belly hair. And so, you know, that was our Christmas card that year. So that's another thing. If, if your family is into taking pictures, you know, make sure you include your pet. If you have a pet chill enough that will, you know, 
take a picture with you. That's one thing you could do too. I had a friend, a coworker, that you know they were really into including their their, their dogs into the picture. So one year they would take family pictures, and one year um, they found where in the mall here you could take a picture, but you could bring your pet with you. So and every the whole family could get a picture taken with Santa, you know, with your pet. And so one year they took the whole ugly sweater thing to, you know, <laughs> yeah. They took the which I still have that picture. They all put on ugly sweaters. Um, they have a little they have a little um son, and it was him, um, the the mom and dad and their dog, and they put the ugly sweater on the dog. So it was the cutest. Christmas picture you could ever imagine, and it was there with Santa, and it was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> but that was like the best Christmas card I had ever seen that year. So it was so cool. So, you know, just think about it, and, and sometimes you can, there are places that, you know, that allow you to come and bring your pet take a picture with Santa. So, Think about stuff like that where you can take your dog, like maybe a tradition that you can do for your animal, not necessarily dog, but for your animal where they will allow you to go in and, and actually have them have their picture taken with Now, that's cute. I, I wish Missy would have let us do something like that, but it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, no, that was that would have been <laughs> tragic. <laughs> you all would have been covered with bandages and band-aids. And it would have been just a look like, get us out of here on that picture. <laughs> Yeah, so for you cat owners, unless you just have, or cat pet parents, if you have a chill cat, it might work. But I'm thinking the average um, pet parents with cats, not going to work. Not going to work. But, and here's another one that won't work, and I would have never thought of this, but um, they also recommend that um, you could take your pet if you go singing Christmas carols. Yeah, yeah. Um, With a dog. Yeah, I, could, I could see it working work. with the dog. Yeah, with the dog, that might work, you know, because uh, I would be all over that because my dog would be dressed to the nine. With, <laughs> if it was cold outside, he would have his little dog jacket on and his little dog booties if he wanted to wear them, with his little bow tie bows, and he would, we would, and I swear I would try to teach him to bark it. So um, <laughs> we would have to include him in some way where they would get to the song and he would be the ending part because we would just cue him and he would bark. So, yeah, don't even get me started on that. Don't even get me started on that. So, yeah, if you have a pet that will remain calm enough, that might be something, too. Now, of course, if you have a goldfish or, say, if you have a tarantula, you're probably not going to take them Christmas caroling. But um, this, this applies to the pets that could, well, I guess you could take a tarantula, but, um, hey, but to each his own. Yeah. <laughs> Might get a different kind of reaction from people. <laughs> yeah. Might not be the one you're looking for, but you know, you never know. We love all our pets, so whatever you are, whatever you have, you do you. <laughs> exactly. The main thing is you just don't want to stress out your pet. So if you know you have an anxious pet and that would just not be fun for them, you of course you wouldn't do that because there are probably even some dogs where that wouldn't be cool for them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So just keep in mind, be safe for you and people around you. And also, even with, you know, eating, that's a big part of the holiday tradition. And even though there's a lot of human foods that the pets can't have, you could make sure that you have some pet-friendly treats for them that they can eat that's outside of just their normal type of food that they eat. 
Exactly. You know, the homemade. Um, I was looking and I saw and and um, gosh, if you you're looking to make some um, uh, animal friendly treats for your dogs, just Google that. Just put it in Google search engine and treat. You know, Google pet friendly treats and, and you know homemade treats for your dog or cat or your animal. And so many recipes will come up for you. They have so many recipes that are out there that you can, you know, make that that are animal-friendly and safe for them to eat. Like, you know, they had one, the um, homemade candy canes or the natural carrot and banana dog treats and stuff like that. Just kind of put that in Google search, and you'll get so many different recipes. And that will be something cool, like a stocking stuffer for your, your animals. You make, like, treats for them and put it up on their stock. Because my dog, everyone got stocking. And, of course, he got a stocking as well, put on a fireplace. So um, you have to think about some of the treats you're going to put in there. So if you don't want to put all of the store-bought treats that sometimes can, can you know, upset their little tummies and stuff, just depending on what it is. I know Boomer had a very sensitive stomach, so we had to be careful about what we would buy in the stores for him. So sometimes you had to keep it pretty natural, which he loved carrots. He loved carrots. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So pretty much if you put a carrot in it, you eat it. So, um, or just a carrot by itself, you know, get your nice big old carrot wrench and, you know, clean that sucker off. And, you know, he was just like Bugs Bunny chewing as long as you held it for him. And we would put it between his paws and go to work. So um, there are many different recipes and things out there that you find that are pet friendly and really yummy and, and, and great stocking stuffers and stuff that while you're having your dinner, you can think about, preparing it for your, your animals, you can, he can, or he or she can have their stuff. Exactly. You know, and the the biggest thing, the main thing is when everybody's opening their gifts, let your pet oh, be present. Let them be there too. And and even, you know, let them open their gifts. Help them. You Like if you do get them a gift, let them open it. Because I know, D, you did that with Boomer. You would let him open his own gift. Yeah, he would, you know, Boomer was, he was, you know, he was a dog, but I thought he was a grand dog. And, he was looking like a, a child, like a, a human, maybe he was a dog. <laughs> maybe that wasn't a good thing, but that's just how we saw him. And so he literally would get tons of gifts, and he would open them. He would open them up himself. And I don't know if you've ever seen a picture of a dog with the look of a child, like, what is this? Oh, my God, what is this? That's kind of what he would give to us every – it was the best thing. We would buy him extra stuff just so that we could see him open it because it was the best thing. The first time we did it, and we, we thought we were just have to open up and give it to him, and then I was like, you know, let's sit down and see if he would, you know, open it up. He tore into that gift like he was a kid and he knew Santa had come, and he <laughs> tore into that gift. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And he went into it, and he wanted to know what it was, and if it was in the package, he wanted you to open it up so he could get to it. And I was like, are you kidding me right now? And ever since then, when we had him, he would get gifts, you know, under the tree or whatever. And just a quick story, you know, that was <laughs> just to be careful. <laughs> you know, Boomer was a very smart dog. He was, like, scary smart because sometimes he would do things, and you're like, you're really human, right? You you just, you know, you got fur, but you're really human. And one year, I call myself wrapping his gifts up. And this particular year, I don't know if we had a tree or we didn't have a tree because sometimes I don't do trees and we just do like a different little scenes, you know, and we'll put like miniature trees and we'll put the gifts there. Well, one year, 
And I don't know why I did this. I told him, I said, these are your gifts, Boomer, and I put them out there around the thing. And I said, these are yours, but you can't have them until tomorrow. You can't have them until tomorrow. And so he was, like, looking, and he kind of saw, but I didn't pay any attention. I didn't think he even knew what I was talking about. Because normally we get them and we'll sit them in front of him and he'll open them. Well, everyone went to sleep, and we didn't um, crate him or anything. He just, you know, kind of went to sleep where he went to sleep. And the next morning, got up. And you would walk through the house. I got up and I walked through the house, and all I could see as I walked through the house was trails of Christmas paper. Oh my gosh. Where did this Christmas paper come from? What was going on? Lo and behold, all of his toys that were his were opened up. He was nowhere to be found. All his toys were opened up. He had went in there sometime in the night, opened, only got his toys now, nobody else's. And open them up, play with them, and went somewhere hid to hide. <laughs> Boomer was a very smart dog. Very he smart. Very Too smart. smart. He was human. He just came as a dog. How the show went by quick? It went by super quick. <laughs> well, before we run out of time, I just want to remind all of you that we're taking a two-week hiatus. So we won't come on next Saturday, and we won't come on the Saturday thereafter. We will return Saturday, January 9th. But we do hope that you all have a very Merry Christmas. Be safe. We didn't get to do our pet safety um, tips on here, but I will put out a blog entry on Monday or Tuesday, so make sure you check that out. But thank you guys so much for listening, and we hope you have a very happy holiday. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Be safe. Love your pets. Have fun. Be careful. We love you guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye.